So welcome everybody to How We Scaled It for Design Teams, a show that explores the journey through the arduous road of growing a successful design practice. I'm your host, Adam Perlis, founder and CEO of Academy, a UX staffing and recruiting agency. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Alex Antolino, the former creative director of Typeform turned creator, brand um, advisor, and also mentor. Uh, welcome, Alex. Hey, Adam. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Awesome. Thanks so much, Alex. I'm going to start with a little introduction about you, and then we'll get into some you know, great questions about scaling teams. So in today's interview, Alex is going to share his insights on branding your team and attracting top talent. With experience scaling Typeform's creative team from 1 to 15 diverse professionals, he knows what it takes to build a team that can execute on the brand's creative vision with excellence. Alex believes that branding is not only about attracting customers, but also attracting top talent to your team. We'll discuss the importance of building a strong employer brand and the creative ways that companies can showcase their culture and values to potential employees. And Alex also shares insights on creating a diverse and inclusive team and the benefits it can bring to a company's creative output. Beyond this and his work at Typeform, Alex is now really focused on building the creator economy through branding. He partners with creators and media brands to help them evolve their narratives and executions. And Alex's mission is to bridge the gap between brands and creators, helping creators build strategic brands and teaching brands to engage like creators. Uh, so Alex, you know, I'm going to start by asking you to give a little context about that work you know, that you're doing, and then we can get into the details about your previous work at Typeform and, and various other employers. Love it. Well, Adam, thanks for this amazing introduction. I don't know if I, I can extend this too much, but um, yeah, I'm happy to share more context. So I like to introduce myself. This, recently, that's more like a new thing for me, but for the last three, four months, I started introducing myself as a creative director turned creator. And this is very deliberate. Uh, the reason why I do this is because for the last 15 years, I've been running brands on advertisement and branding, like helping brands communicate with prospects and clients. And I've, I've done this mostly through video and design. And I've been also building teams for these big tech companies. And I've realized that actually, we've been always looking at like big companies, like as a reference, like the Nikes and the Airbnbs of the world and all these type of things. And actually there's like a bunch of people now rock and rolling the, like the brand awareness world. And those are the creators. And I started like getting really, really excited about what they're doing, how they're getting paid to advertise basically, and like getting this insane amount of free exposure thanks to the good content they're putting out. And I was like, I need to get into this. So I started making <laughs> my own content and focusing on YouTube. And that's how I like to introduce myself. So I'm like, learn like everything that I've learned working with big tech companies and on advertisement, I'm translating it into my content and helping brands and creators. And like you said very well, like bridge that gap. So I help creators that know how to do content, build meaningful and established brands with strategy, design, video, all of that. And then I help traditional brands who don't know how to make content, um, be more engaging in their communications and actually make content people want to watch, whether that's to grow organically their brands or to improve the ROI of their paid ads. So that's me. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I mean, that's fantastic context. And 
I'd love to get into more tactical things uh, in a little bit about like how you can help brands and companies, you know, um, in particular, um, you know, grow their teams and their culture and also their brand um, outwardly to potential talent that might be interested in working with them. Um, but, um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, how important company culture is in building a brand. And, you know, what are some effective ways to showcase your culture to potential candidates? Um, and maybe you can share some anecdotes how you've done that at Typeform, but also maybe yeah. how you've done that with some clients as well. Yeah. So I'm going to break this down into, I seem like there's a bit of like two questions in it. So I'm going to start with the first one, like how, um, like how important is culture when you're building a brand? Okay. And I would say it's like, like super important. Um, culture is basically how people perceive the company when they're inside the company. That's what, and how like people behave within the company. That's how I would describe company culture. And so to me, that is when I do brand strategy with my partners or when we're thinking about how to, like, what is this business about? Like, what is this brand about? Company is one of the big, like, like one of the big areas of focus and the influence of the outcome of that process, right? And, and so I, ha I use this approach, which is, I call it spheres. So there's like four spheres. One is... The first one is like the company and what is this company about? And it's defined by the company, like the company culture. What are your values? What are your behaviors? Like, what do you do? What do you believe in? Why do people want to work with you? And then <laughs> there's the market, obviously. There's the community. So your customers, prospects, other partners, collaborators. And then there's like the culture, uh, like not the company culture, but like the social culture and context that your business plays with, right? So that this is how important company culture is to me is like a key, key, key influencer within what this brand is going to be about. Now, um, there's many ways to showcase culture and like outside of the closed doors of a business. And I explored a few of them um, when I was trying to scale my team at Typeform. The main KPI because you always need to like, yeah, if you're doing something within a business, you need to understand what value are you bringing? Otherwise, like this money is like not really, like it doesn't, it's not defined where this money is going, right? So <clears throat> my main KPI when we were investing in 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 culture and defining the console of the team, of the creative team. So at Typeform, I built a, a team from scratch. When I joined the company, we were 27 people. I was not um, employee number 27. When I stopped working with Typeform, it was about 500 employees. And in wow. one year, the first year or two, um, the company went from like 30 to like 180. Like it was insane. <laughs> and so wow. on that process, I built a team of 15 creative professionals from um, designers, operators, filmmakers, writers, so a bit a good mix of different skills. So a very diverse team. Um, and so at the beginning, you know, like the, the triangle, the Maslow, like survival, like pyramid, like of yep. needs or whatever, we spent a lot of time in that bottom layer, like just trying to survive just basically is like, oh my God, how do we like, it was also my first time as a creative director. I had run teams before with like my studio that I had a production company. So I, I, I had run teams 
as an entrepreneur. It was very different doing it this way. So a lot of the time I realized was like surviving and like, like <laughs> making ha every stakeholder happy, providing all the resources the company needed. But when we got that figured out, we actually started climbing up the ladder. And I would say at some point, maybe when we're about like eight, 10, like at that number, we started thinking, okay, if we really want to be a top first in class brand team and a creative team, we need to be able to attract these people. And how are you going to attract them? First of all, you need to build trust with them. So it's like making sure that they understand that there's a space for them to thrive here in this team. Also showing, displaying our capabilities, like, hey, this is how, like, what the cool things that we can do. And another big one is making sure that you, they understand that you're going to care about them and take care about them. So we started when we felt like confident that things were going, I would say smooth because things are never 100% smooth, but like that we got it out and under control. Um, we started like thinking, okay, how do we scale this? How can we share all these great things that are happening here outdoors? And that's Perfect. when we started thinking in ways in which we could showcase these effectively. Right. And so content was one of them building, giving the, the, the team a sense of identity was also a big one. Yeah. Then I started thinking about like also conferences and networking. Yeah. Um, and also, actually that's how you and I met. So one of the things yeah. that we did was go to South by Southwest and that's how you and I met like a few years ago. Right. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so. Part, and then obviously community, like how, helping the community, the design, design and like creative community. And finally, we started thinking about awards. And we could talk about any of these things if you want to dive deeper. But this is like, a, I would say, a big overview of things, initiatives that we started. Um, like when it comes to like showcasing it outdoors. To make yeah. people happy internally, we focus on a lot of also different things like got clear career paths, um, understanding well, also clear processes, clear routines, good communication systems that if someone joins in, whether they're like a new employee or a contractor, they clearly understand how do we operate and everything is like crystal yeah. clear and we don't need to figure out like every time as we go. So those are some of the things. Wow. Uh, that's an amazing overview and breakdown of like some very core fundamental things that are really involved in both culture building you know, internally, but also like outwardly how we share those things. It's like, I think you like, you nailed it. I really want to go a little bit deeper on a few of them. So starting actually with the cultural piece, because that is kind of the root of all of this, right? It starts there. So, <clears throat> you know, one of the things that we hear a little bit about is like establishing um, design charters. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Um, Sorry, term, design what? A design charter. And um, the the term is a, a little bit loose, but um, because it's it's used in certain contexts. But you know, essentially, it's um, a team establishing its values, right? Um, okay, and what's yeah. really important to them, and um, so and it's really the, the the it's in principle, it's developing what what is your culture? Can you define it right clearly? And um, you talked about a few of those elements uh, before, but I was curious to hear like. You know, what did you do exercises with your team? How did you establish that culture? Did you write it down? You know, what format did it take? Um, what was the end product of that? Um, yeah, I would love to hear more like kind of strategies and techniques because I'm sure a lot of design leaders out there want to know 
okay, well, I don't, I, sounds great. I, like I can do that, but like, I don't know the first steps. Right. So we did a, um, so I run the, that team at Typeform for about five years. I would say uh-huh. this um, was more like the last two years that we started doing this or year and a half. Um, and what, at some point I was like, look, if we want to make this really, like we want to make this a great thing, I'm talking about the team itself, not the output, but the team and the experience of working in this team, we need to dedicate some time. Like it's not going to happen just because, right? So we end right. up allocating a some time per week and some time per quarter to do that. And it started more as a, people were motivated. People would be like, oh, um, look at this company. They release their like design principles. How good would it be <laughs> if we were like, because we all have different yeah. opinions. Right? And so it's it very organically started to build. And I thought it was a very... It was a nice moment for me. I remember experiencing all of that and be like, okay, yeah, let's define it. It was very exciting. Um, and so what we started doing, the way my team was structured was, it was about like 12, 13, it was the number would change, right? But it w- were around, about like 12, 13 people, um, 14 people, depending, or 11 people, it was changing. And then so I would have two different space so one was more like media and then was design and then it was operation so there was like a um creative ops that was managing the whole team and then i had a design lead and i had a um media lead and they would both report to me and the operations person would report to me okay the reason why the structure is important is because they would have their own um like review processes based on skills right? And then we would have like a whole brand review that we're all together. And so it started building in this way where like designers get to get got together. And when you have only one designer or two designer, I feel like this conversation is not really relevant because it all, it's all based <laughs> on their own criteria. So it doesn't right. feel like there's a need to like write it down. But when you have like a senior and a junior and a principal and lead, like, you know, we have a diverse of opinions, you really need to start building, okay, yeah, we all think these different things individually. A lot of them we agree, some of them we don't agree, but what does the brand think, right? And so that's when we naturally started finding the need to like start like writing this down. And so one thing that I thought um, I kind of nailed it very early is as a team leader, I didn't want to be in a position to be an approver of that. Because it was, a, it's a, not a, I didn't want to be in that position where I'd be like, yeah, I need to approve this. And I also didn't want to do it by consensus because it was a lot of like different skills and different levels. So obviously this, the junior that just got in has a different opinion than the principal. And both opinions are, in my opinion, equally valid, but also you need to understand the context and the level of experience that's helping that person build that opinion. So I didn't also want to do it by consensus. So what I thought was a really, what I, I think that was a really good decision that I did is I ended up bringing someone that would um, facilitate these sessions. And um, that now that person had the, um, you know, everyone was looking at him, not me. And so I'm unequal in like building this thing. And it doesn't, it's not my opinion as a leader, it's not the principal's opinion, but it's all of us, we're crafting this together and there's someone facilitating it. 
And I think that was oh. a really good. And I was very lucky to work with um, someone that actually would, we would have like a session a month. And it was like, a, I think a 90 minute or like two hour session or one morning that we would dedicate every month to do a retrospective, to start defining. And some sessions we would talk about the like what we wanted to do. So we did a bit of like a team roadmap. We would treat it as like an agency in a way. So we started defining, giving the team a little bit of an identity. We started giving the team a little bit of a purpose and a roadmap. I'm like, okay, so we really want to track this top talent. We need to compete with like the big players, like the Squarespaces of the world. And like, you know, all, like all these companies that everyone wants to work with, um, how are we going to do it? And that's when we started defining, I think like roadmap and starting crafting the identity of the team, not visual, also a little visual too. But mostly like what you said, like the values, what are we about? Like what, why we exist as a team? Why this company doesn't go and hire and just work with external partners, right? So that was right. a very exciting moment. That's, that's amazing. I mean, um, also great foresight in hiring, you know, someone outside of, you know, the, the business really to help facilitate this type of discussion because yeah, you know, like I think as a leader, you always kind of like struggle between like wanting to, um, you know, listen to everybody's opinion and like, you know, have like this communal feeling to also having to make very, um, you know, critical decisions for the business and the team and, um, and to like, be able to like have this third party come in, listen to everybody and do some of that, you know, um, content aggregation. <laughs> Uh, narrowing of focus and then you coming in and being able to say okay like we worked on this together I'm not like making a uniform decision uh, on my own we've all collaborated on this um, but like now I can make that decision you know as a team but also as an individual so I think that's really really nice and great how you how you work through that and like as you were talking about like defining kind of like the roadmap that made me think like what are the other things that you define, you know, for example, and, you know, I think like one of the mentioned things you mentioned earlier was, you know, like even career ladders, like the importance of like developing something like that early or even um, the onboarding process and like making sure those things were set up, you know, so that when your, your designers would start, they were kind of set up for success. Um, and like all of that, like when those things are defined, it's actually kind of part of the initial culture building aspect. Cause when, you're trying to attract new talent and they want to say, Hey, what is my, what's my path look like there at, at your company? Right. Or like, what is, um, you know, what, what is the interview process like? Cause you've actually gone through the, you know, painstaking process of actually like documenting that and being super clear with people about that, that all that stuff is part of culture. Um, so I'm curious to hear, um, you know, what are some of the things that you did and how you work through all that? Right. So one of the things that we did very early after defining values and like the purpose, which we didn't spend that much time like going crazy on it. Like we just got an agreement. Okay. This is what we, that drive, would drive this, this team's decisions and like how that, that's, we like to do things and what's enabling to deliver the good things that we do for this business. Right. And so one of the very early things when it comes to tangibles that we actually executed was a portfolio. Um, because we started thinking about, we realized that there was a moment at Typeform when the, when the team was scaling from like five to 12, 
where we actually, I realized that I actually needed internal structure within the team. Because like if it's five people, they were all reporting to me, it's joke. Right. But when you start having more than like seven, eight, you're like, oh my God, like I, I can't be, like it's not efficient. So I was like, okay. <clears throat> what I realized is that people wanted to, so kind of career ladders and all of that, we had it from the very beginning. So we always kept improving, but like that was it, that was there. But then people were like, okay, so I realized we were doing a lot of interviews and now I'm not doing all the interviews. Now it's my team also doing like right. preliminary interviews and like getting to know everyone. And one of the needs that they realized that we needed was that we, we need to show the work. So we right. we if you have a junior, they might not have that much work. And then you're like trying to see if they have, you know, a, a, a good attitude an interest, a passion, like some, like a good eye, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're like right. a, a good thought process. So you're like evaluating these things when you're hiring for a junior me positions. But when you're hiring for like a senior principal, you now you're the one that's also pitching, right? Um, right. In a way, when it comes to like, not just culture and like working opportunity, but you're pitching now the work, right? So you're having a different type of conversation, I would say. And we realized that we needed to like explain also projects and talk about results and we're like we're not we don't have any of that like at, right. as soon as we deliver something we move on to the next thing and but we've done amazing things and so we realized that in mid of the interview we we're like trying to like, oh where was that link let me show you this thing cool thing that we did so we're like this is not working so we need to create a portfolio also i noticed like there was this sense of like self-fulfillment of like the media people, like the design people wanting to feel like they belong to something and they're like actually creating something like cool for their portfolios, for their work, for the profession, professional career. So we think we decided to create like this website, which was like an agency website with like our best work and results and feature them. So they have a space, like a profile page for like they put their bio and it was a, a, a like a recognition moment as well. And that was one of the things and it was a very exciting moment and they would work on the case studies and like, it would actually realize that it made them more aware of the value of their work. And another thing that we did, and this has always been one of my beliefs since the first person that I had reporting to me, was that I joined Typeform with the, with the idea that um, I wanted to make money and go travel. And on the <laughs> first interview, um, I remember because it was so small, it was like less than 30 people. I was interviewed by, by David and Robert, the co-founders. And I remember Robert asking me on the interview, it was like, why do you want to work here? You've done like TV commercials, you've done all these great work. And what we're offering you is like, like tutorials for a tech company. And I'm like, <laughs> and if like you're paying a lot of money, I said, look, look, I've been running a business for five years. I need a break. So if yeah. I'm gonna show up to you every morning, make great videos that are overall delivering to you, you're gonna pay me these, and I'm gonna be chill for like six months and then go travel and like save some money. I'm like, it's a good for win for you, it's a win for me. And he was like, okay, you're hyped. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's a story of how I got into time. Wow. Movie. Yes, and wow. then obviously the company explode. I, I saw the opportunity to like build something special there and I got really excited and I stayed working there for like seven years. Um, yeah. But um, that's how it got started. And one of the things that got me to stay for so much time is that I never felt 
that I was exclusive to them, especially with like transitioning from having a business to like working full time. I still had some like cool projects that I, and I was working at fashion. It was very different from the work I was doing at Typeform, right? Felt more right. exciting, felt more like an adventure. Every, like a fashion film was like very exciting and like creatively stimulating to me. And totally. so I never wanted to lose that. And so I, it may be like on the weekends or like on the evenings, I would make some like projects aside. And this is something that I always wanted everyone to feel. And I, and that was also a good thing that I, I noticed, like I did very well in that time that I was like, I always allowed them to like work on anything because people would ask me, I say allow, cause people were asking me like, can we like, I don't know, right. like this company is like asking me like, can you do a freelance with them and try? So I yeah. never was protective about, about that. And that was one of the great things. Like I remember like one of my best designers, um, she before all the time she was a type form or like two years that was a type form. Um, so not all the time, but she was like doing this freelance work and like building a brand as a freelance. And she was doing so much great work and looking at different, completely different references than the ones that we were looking at as a tech company. And she was bringing all that to the tech space. And I was like having this like freedom of like explore, you know, this is your full time. You, as long as you like do the work here, yes, please go and do other great stuff. And so that funneled in, I think, into like this idea of building the portfolio because like it was very express, it was very creative, very expressive. We would have the numbers there, but I, we built it in a way that we're like, hey, if you want to apply, this is you who you're going to be working with. This is the type of work. This is what we that we work with, and this is what motivates us. And that was one of the big things that was very exciting for people to see. Um, when they would come to the interview, like, oh my God, I've seen this. You guys do the great work because now they can go to a place and see it and see who they work with and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Like, I love that you've created, you created kind of, um, a house for all of this to live in and, um, you enabled people. And as you said, through self-fulfillment, um, to showcase their, their best work and, even other outside work, it sounds like, um, you know, and, and I think like gave them the opportunity to shine and share the spotlight, you know, like, I think that that's like a really big thing theme that I'm hearing here. Um, and like that kind of like talks about your culture. It also talks about people's work and helps them build their own stars in their careers. And, um, I think that's just a, such a wonderful kind of way to, to kind of like help both build your team, but also build up individuals. And like, they're actually, it's almost strategic too, right? Like they have their own networks. Those networks will expand. And like, as that, as they, people start to inquire about their work, you know, they'll start to inquire about the company and that can attract new people. I love that you say these words strategic because it happens a lot with branding that I mean, that's my belief in general in life and also my business work that I do and everything that I do. It's like, if you're, if you're a good human and you yeah. are kind and you yeah. treat people with respect and you generally want the best for others, things usually go well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Is, I don't know, like this is my experience, but this is something that I really wanted. Like I really want them to shine. Like if you go, if you leave this company, please, 
tell me it's because Apple hired you. Yeah. Because of the work you did here. See what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, I what want better you to compliment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a compliment. So, and actually, some some of the designers that work at Typer, oh, one of them were like, it was out of my team, but like, got hired at um, Apple, and like, those are the things that I'm like, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is the type of, even I would say, sometimes more than a word. Um, <laughs> like, this is the type of things that, um, that's what I want. And some people might be more protective. And be like, oh, but like, we don't want them to leave. I'm like, well, if they, it's not your decision. Like, it's their right. choice to do whatever they want with their career. And yeah. you're only, what's on, what's you're under your control as a company or as a brand or as a, or as a leader, um, a creative leader, design leader, whatever, is just make them fall in love so they don't leave. And yeah. if they leave, make that like that, it's good for them. So, yeah. so that's how, that's always been my approach. And I really like that you say the word strategic because it is strategic. Sometimes it's hard to translate this to business terms or like if you're building a brand, if you're putting out content, like the amount of time I spend putting out content out, it's a lot. I generally want to build a community of people who are brands that want to make better advertisement, make advertisement that respects people, respects people's time respects people intelligence and it's it's just i put a lot of content because i think this is like part of like education that we need to like create this new mindset of like how do we think about advertisement and like building brands through content um but sometimes it's hard right it's like oh attribution like what's the ROI? it's like well you just literally like wait and see this like this this the signals like i when i left dipeform or when I start working with the creative team at Typeform, because I did a different role the last two years, um, I realized my, how you call it is this, um, turn down? There's a term for like, to measure how, how much people leave the team. Turnover. Mm -hmm. Turnover. Turnover. Okay. It was one of the lowest of the entire company. To not, I don't, I don't want to say the low, because I, like, I don't remember if it was the lowest of, you know what I mean? But what was like, I think we had, Two people leave in five years. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, that's a lot of. And I, I did, for me, it was natural. It's like, of course, we're doing something good. Who would want to leave? <laughs> but then I realized, no, like other teams had people come and go, like two months, three months, like a year. And people yeah. I had working, I was, I, I worked with them for like five years, and it was amazing. Right. Became my friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You that's, see, like I'm talking about incredible. it, I'm getting like excited and like I'm getting like I'm passionate about it because it was, it's good to like try to do good things for other humans. Yeah, I, I was gonna literally you took the words out of my mouth, but I I was gonna follow up and just say that the main thread here is that just treating people well is a good brand strategy, and <laughs> if you can just continue to kind of help others grow and put a lot of value back into their lives, into their careers, or even into your companies, like that's just gonna pay pay you back in spades. And sometimes in ways you you are not expected, right? Absolutely. Um, and, Most and, of the um, time is in ways you don't expect, actually, I would say. Yeah, and I, it probably goes well with a lot of the clients you work with, as well as you know any team that is looking to scale their own practices and develop their own you know design cultures. Um, so, you know, I think like some of the things kind of sum up, you know, some of the things we've talked about today 
you know, what is like establishing culture really early um, is a good way uh, to really communicate effectively with your teams and um, and not just with your teams, but also with the outward world, because it's really the root of all the things that, you know, uh, you're building uh, towards and hoping that your team will eventually be able to scale and scale a lot of times is a function being able to attract talent and bring the best people onto your team. And in doing so, you know, you're developing things like team roadmaps, career ladders, interview processes, onboarding processes, and all of these things when, you know, effectively communicated to the outward world, whether that be on your, uh, you know, company websites, whether that be in blog posts that you write or social media things that you share, um, are really important foundational things. But when you look past like just the important foundational things, which are a little bit more operationally focused, you have to think about, well, how can I help this team grow, right? And in both personally, right, but and professionally, um, and not just for the company, but for themselves. And that comes through self-fulfillment, right? And some of the techniques you'd mentioned, um, allowing people to let their stars shine were really resonant with me, I think will be with other people, you know, in our audience. Um, and then sharing the team's success stories, not just individuals, but the team um, is a great way to do that. And of course, lots of effective channels like social media, like um, blog posts, um, and um, and I'm sure a variety of other ways. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that kind of wraps up most of our discussion today. Um, but Alex, I wanted to thank you so much for taking the time to chat about this. And, um, you know, so people are aware, uh, where can they find you? Um, in order to learn more about your services, the things that you've worked on, or even ask questions, um, you know, about your work uh, at Typeform. Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. So if you want to talk with me, just like connect with me on on LinkedIn or DM me on Instagram. Um, and if you want to learn from the things that I'm like I do, like my journey, and like how to build brands and how to learn from the creator economy just go to my YouTube. Like that's actually my number one focus right now where I'm going to putting like a good, like 60% of my time uh, to build that. So if you want to, if you want to learn with, with me and like teach me stuff, come to YouTube and like, let's connect there. Cause I think a lot of things are going to happen this year on there. So yeah, yeah it's exciting. Fantastic. For me. Yeah. Well, I've been following your journey for quite some time. Really excited to see all the amazing content you're putting out. I'm sure it's going to help out a lot of people um, as they grow their teams, companies, brands. And um, yeah, um, I will put uh, all those details in the show notes so that you have an easy link uh, to all of Alex's socials. And uh, thank you all so much. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a great chat. Thanks, Alan. And thanks for watching. Thanks, Alex. Cool. And we're out. <laughs>